0: up until I think, you know, the next year. I think next year we'll start getting stuff where it will have to slowly be replaced again.
1: Yeah, I'm in the process of um, thinking about replacing, but I'm going to wait and take a look at some 1080s, I think. Maybe SLI if I can afford it. But you then get into the debate, do you go free sync or G-Sync? And to be honest, I haven't got the money to put the money into G-Sync. To buy a G Sync monitor and properly utilize it with the graphics cards. And considering the amount of rendering I do in terms of audio, I export mm-hmm. a lot of audio, um, self created. I'm doing a lot more digital graphics just off my own bat and freelancing for other companies. Um, and especially with a lot of the projects coming up at the minute, um, you know what I'm talking about when I uh, mention this. But um, I'm going to need something to render quite a lot of polygons mm-hmm. in terms of gaming and development. So, mm-hmm. so um, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. I've got quite a few little projects. I say little projects. They're quite large projects <laughs> coming up. Long term. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. So there's about three or four coming up in the next week or so, hopefully starting. Um, I can't tell you guys a lot about them at the minute, but soon as things come into development and we're working um hopefully we're gonna be publicizing some of the development and stuff we're doing. Um like a step by step process and the team of people we got working on stuff. Um so I'm really excited. Are you excited, Tom?
0: Yeah. Do you think um this is gonna be a good time to jump on the VR bandwagon? because, I mean, it might be a little too early to jump on the VR bandwagon because it's still very costly. Uh, Mm. It's still very, uh, not minimum requirements, but very uh, strict requirements. Like, if you don't have this running at 60 FPS 24-7, of course, it's going to really deteriorate the gameplay um, uh, for the VR experience. And Mm -hmm. I know um, Bethesda is really jumping on board with Fallout 4 getting on VR. I think that's gonna be crazy. That would be really good. Mm. But um, I don't know, as a gamer, uh, you know, looking at consoles, like if we'll see people on consoles use VR as much as people on PC. I think PC people will definitely. jump on the VR bandwagon way before console people will mm. because of the requirements. Um, they'll be able to just master them. So
1: The requirements are definitely a thing to look at and I think jumping on the VR bandwagon would be a good idea. I'm really interested in maybe developing something for VR but like you said, the costs, not just with the costs of the products but development kits are relatively cheap but the costs needed to run the computer. Not everybody has big beefy computers that are VR compatible or VR ready. Um, So I think that's why there's quite a large gap in the market for VR. Not only do you have the initial setup costs, but people are gonna have to spend quite a large amount of money to maybe upgrade the processor, their amount of RAM, and especially their graphics card, just to push VR. At the minute, I don't think it's going far I mean, there's been a huge development with the HTC Vive over the Oculus, mm-hmm. um, which that's the VR choice I'd be looking at if I were to get one. And to yeah, I think because
0: Steam is way, really behind it. Um, that's a key thing. Steam and uh, um, Intel, uh, you know, Alienware, like th- those people, like they are behind. Uh, really pushing for the HTC Vive compared to Oculus. Um, of course, it could be like competition. Um, so,
1: yeah, I think it's a shame because Oculus, when they were first out, they were the very first people to do it. And in the early days, people were quite skeptical of VR, and with reason for it. In the early days, when I remember when Oculus first came out with a Generation One press kit and development kit for it, it um, the quality and comfortability and a lot of the features weren't quite there, which I think it deterred quite a few people. But people used it. The people who got the chance to get those um, development kits enjoyed it for the most part. But now you've got companies like HTC and Microsoft um, and other big companies like OnePlus is delving into the VR world as well as Samsung with their headsets so that can use mobile phones. So it's becoming more and more popular among companies and the user base. Mm -hmm. Um, But in the next two years, um, I can see it really taking off. So in answer to your previous question, I think maybe developing something for VR in the long-term sense, maybe doing like a full-blown title or something, Mm -hmm. rather than a lot of the small... I don't know how to describe the games that are currently available. They're like um they're short to the point
0: and fun i wouldn't say it's something that you will i guess this is also a good thing um you won't want to sit down for a very long obsessive amount of time um in this world like you'll be like all right i'm happy with it uh time to put it down after you know maybe you know two three hours nothing like insane like 12 hours of inside this world um uh, of the vr
1: No, that's very true, especially with um, the way the headsets are um, and your eyes as well. In the very early days, um, with Oculus, you could only wear them for about 20 minutes to an hour max before Mm -hmm. you would start getting headaches and feeling a bit sick. But with the Vive, I've heard the playability is a lot more long-term. So I think we could be seeing some AAA games being developed and coming to them. But it might have to be utilised in a way that a person could still sit down and enjoy the VR experience. Because standing on your feet for any amount of time gaming is more strenuous than sitting down at a PC or a laptop or a console. So compromises will have to be made. And the way things are developed and mechanics are used to play the game might have to change from conventional ways. So it'd be interesting to see, mm-hmm. and maybe we could go and take a look at that because, at the minute, the market's not quite there. But two years' time, you come out with a potentially AAA game, I think it'd be booming.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's where I worry about Fallout Four being the first big one on there. Um, I could see personally maybe maybe a shooter, maybe a shooter would work out as the first one. Um, maybe something small like a racing game uh, but like even shooters is kind of pushing it because i mean like flashbangs stuff like that um i guess that could really uh impact a person um with the blinding lights mm. but fallout is is really interesting because i think the world of fallout and how um you can spend a really long time in fallout like my play time in fallout three of all games is just beyond like through the roof um so i think maybe having fallout as like the first vr game will be good for them but uh good for the user uh, not so much because they'll really get um you know stuck in this world that is uh really beautiful um, and they'll never want to put it down because they'll want to just go to the next uh, adventure
1: Yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean, especially with the engine Bethesda use um, and the graphics and the world that it's all developed in, I think that would make for a really nice VR setting whether or not Bethesda's going to go down that route um, mm-hmm. we don't know, but I think it'd be interesting to see uh,
0: Do you have a Steam controller?
1: Uh, I don't know. Do you?
0: I've been thinking i getting it, and it's like, if it goes on sale tomorrow, I might pick it up. Because, um, I like how it's marketed in the way that, oh, excuse me, that, um, you have, uh, easy support for multiple games that may not even have controller support. Even the community will give you their layout. Whereas, um... Like an Xbox 360 controller or your PS4, if you hook that up to your computer and the game doesn't have support for it, you can still get it to work, but you would need like a third-party software. This is all throughout Steam.
1: Um, I know, that really interests me, the way um, users can map their own key bindings and even edit some of the code used for it to make it playable on different games. That interests me quite a lot.
0: Cause I saw uh, Prison Architect being played with it, mm. and uh, like City Skylines, I was like, that There's is... some Papers Please being played with it as well, and it's like that's it's crazy. Like it's you know, you can sit on a couch and play something from your computer, which um, is you know mostly a console uh, luxury, I would say. So...
1: Mm, and something with um, Steam um, in home streaming you can stream it down to an entertainment system next to your TV directly from wherever your computer is and mm-hmm. play it on the sofa or the couch and TV it. Um, but I don't think I'd run out and buy it right away. I Maybe if they do a new iteration of it and maybe develop it a little bit more, that might give me reason to go out and get it. Otherwise, I might invest in a new, the new Xbox Elite controller.
0: Mm-hmm. I, and, um, sometimes I'm a friend of mine is you'll be able to fully customize it with, uh, the button layout, the analog sticks, um, uh, D pad, like everything will be interchangeable and you can change colors and you can really make it look like your controller, um, I know they also have, like, you can get it laser engraved with your gamer tag. Just small, cool stuff like that. Mm. Um, even though it would be, like, $80 maybe, you know, pushing $100 for the engraving also. But um, the Steam controller right now on Steam I'm looking at is only uh, 49 dollars Oh, wow. Uh, and I think, yeah, that's without, that might have, like, a game or something, like one game with it. I knew they were pushing Rocket League uh, with it. Um, and that's really fun.
1: It's controller. still quite a lot of money, though, isn't it? Um, for a controller,
0: I would say, because I remember when, like, controllers were 20 bucks, and now uh, I think PS4 really proved that if they're going to have motion tracking and controllers and all this stuff, like, maybe they could get away with that $50 range. Um, the Xbox One controller, I prefer it over PS4. Um, mm-hmm. Same. In terms of the feel, um, I like the PS4 motion control. Unlike the Xbox One, though, but the Xbox One pushing it for fifty dollars is, just, or you know, even more, is still a lot because you don't get the uh, added benefits like that some games would allow you to have. Like I know PS4, um, the controller actually has a sound, uh, like a stereo, like a mini speaker in it for some reason. I thought that was really neat. Oh, really? Um, Xbox One doesn't have that. It's uh, I have it right here. It's just, you know, for the most part, it's kind of like a uglier Xbox 360 controller because I have both of them kind of back to back. Um, it's a little uglier. It feels lighter, but it kind of looks bigger in the same way. So it's a little weird. Um, I don't know. The buttons seem more like farther away too. So.
1: Ooh, interesting.
0: Um, and I look at the you know, Steam controller right here, and th- there's no—it's the D-pad's in a weird place, the analog sticks are in a weird place. Um, everything just looks very weird. But something interesting that I, my friend who bought one told me is—you know how some mouses have, you know, like the two buttons on the side, you know, for shift or. Um, uh, I'm trying to think, like, what else you could bound it to. Usually, I just use shift for it. Mm-hmm. Um, it has that, so you could like. You have your top two triggers, and then I guess you know two on the uh, sides of each. Um, you know. All right, that'd be cool. Yeah, like left side and right side. So, compatible with over thousands of games, dual trackpads, HD haptics, shared configurations.
1: Nice but it's also been out for quite a while so maybe mm-hmm. it's due an upgrade and if they do upgrade it what are they going to do to improve it and I think that's where the time would be to invest the money in one yeah for me personally I don't know about you
0: if it's if it's on sale tomorrow i will probably pick it up um, even if it goes on sale for $10 cheaper I think I will um, it just seems like a like a good deal to you know sit across on a I don't know what that was. Sit I think that was like their video playing for it. <laughs> to sit across on like a um couch and you'll play a PC game like um uh, let me see what I got here that I could go compare it to um sixty seconds or you know seven days to die it doesn't have controller support. Um it's really flawless. Um something like you know prison architect or um uh, Sid Myers, Civilization Five, I think that was a big one they talked about. Surgeon Simulator maybe. Ooh. Um I don't think they would allow controller support for that, but maybe. That'd be um, cool.
1: Did you see uh, the um DLC for Surgeon Simulator? Yeah. I, I really want to get the VR for Surgeon Simulator
0: because of like it just seems um so much cooler to actually be in that setting.
1: And operate on Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole new debate.
0: Oh, the Trump Tower. Oh. I thought it would actually, you know, break open a rib, and I kind of just, you know, broke it in half. I was like, well, like I thought it was going to be, like, indestructible or something, but and then they had, like, shuriken, like, four-way, uh, not shuriken, but um, I don't even know, like, knife, blade, that revolves.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've... I know what you mean. Mm-hmm so what I are
0: think.
1: you huh uh, carry on
0: well so also, also the little you know little hands if you hit the needle so
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say what are your political rec- um opinions then because obviously America's going for a big change currently
0: oh yeah we could talk about you because I was uh reading the news with the uh, the UK and the European Union but um for the most part like, I'm a Republican I would say um you know, people are like, you can, you know, stand in the middle ground. And I, I would like to pick somewhat of a side that represents you know, my views. But I'm more about, if you're good to me, I'm good to you. I don't really want to, you know, hurt anyone in the world. I want to help everybody out. And uh, that's like a key reason. And to go off on a small tangent, but um for a while, like no one kind of heard from me, because um, I was hanging out with my best friend. And then it was this awkward period of our friendship where we didn't, uh talk at all um there's this uh, awkward thing where like i was slowly dating his sister but wasn't at the same time and then i don't know something happened where like we just didn't talk like at all for like six months after christmas and i uh decided oh you really get into youtube and put a smile on someone's face because um, i just wasn't really happy I, like i lost you know uh, two people that really meant a lot to me um and now they're kind of like actually hanging out again uh taking it slower it's uh, Bit awkward, but it's uh you know I can balance out things, which is nice with YouTube and that and um you know everyone I think it's like everyone coming back it's kind of weird I think because like you're back he's back um, she's back um, uh, the channel is really kicking off so
1: yeah it's but, all going well
0: but now I wanna I wanna keep like you know smiles on you know people's faces um.
1: Thanks for watching guys. Remember you can watch these podcasts on iTunes or over at our YouTube channel. Come back soon for the next episode.